1: Well, hello, my name is Eric. And I'm Scott. And this is another episode of the City on a Hill podcast. And by my count, I think this is number 30, Well, if, if, I've, if I've done the math correctly.
0: Well, it depends if you count bonus episodes and everything. That, if, that,
1: yeah, I definitely count bonus episodes. Well, then we're over 30. Over 30. Look at us, guys. We're over 30. I think we noticed a an average, average length of a new podcast last five episodes. So I think we are officially above average.
0: Finally, we are our, our whole for the goal first in life, time in my life.
1: <laughs> our whole goal in life is to be on the downslope of the bell curve. That's all we're trying to do, and we've we've done it. <laughs> we
0: we sound like we're kids, right? How are How old are you? Well, I'm I'm five and a half.
1: I'm five and a half. Yeah, I'm
0: almost six. Yep. We're talking that way about our
1: podcast episodes. Well, we've been doing this for at least thirty episodes, and we want to take today just to. Do a little bit of a, a, a refresh or a remind or a uh, help us remember what we're doing while we're doing it. Maybe verse it in a way that's uh, more clear than we've been doing the first 30 episodes. If, if I recall, we, I started in my basement just going, I don't know what I'm doing. There's no heat down here. I'm confused. I think we know how to make a podcast. Here we go.
0: Hopefully we've gotten better. <laughs>
1: I think we've gotten better. Hopefully.
0: That's part of the reason we want to re just restate kind of Mm -hmm. what it is we're trying to do because it's if we just continue to niche down and talk about narrower and narrower topics we forget the big picture Mm -hmm. and I always want to remind myself and want to remind our listeners about what it is we're trying to do here Mm -hmm. and what as far as I know what I'm trying to do here and I think what you're trying to do Eric is to encourage Christians to find their tribe in the church and their hope in the kingdom of God rather than seeking both in the kingdom of man.
1: Does that sound familiar, everyone? I probably said that already (laughs) in this episode,
0: didn't I? There you go. But the idea being that the church is special to the Lord. The nation of the United States of America is not in the same way. Mm. And uh, we want to try and help the church of Jesus Christ be discipled uh, as it interacts with Politics and government, and you know, I don't know, um, ideas that are out in the world that intersect those things. And so, it's just this is an attempt to for us to be better disciples of Jesus, and for us to encourage you, listeners, to be better disciples of Jesus with regard to your relationship to your government and politics.
1: Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope this has been a tool that you can use, listener, as a means of discipleship for yourself. One of the the motivating factors for me coming into this was realizing how many people desire to disciple me mm-hmm. in politics and they do not have the kingship of Jesus in mind, they do not have the king of justice and righteousness in mind, they do not have uh, the church of Jesus Christ in mind and there are a bunch of people that vie for our attention and desire to disciple us, but they're going to disciple us in ways that are not helpful uh, into making Jesus look good. And the church obviously pointed to us as bride. And that's what we're trying to do is help people be discipled in something that's really important. Politics are important. The city's important. Government's important. um, But they fit somewhere other than ultimate. And a lot of people put them ultimate.
0: Well, that, and I will have to admit that I've been a pastor for 30 years. And my tactic toward politics was to avoid and minimize Mm. until recently. And I don't know if if that came back to bite me or if I don't think it did. I don't think it's my own miss, but I think there have been others like me. And so Mm. around the United States, I think that we have uh, a lot of room for ourselves to be more like Jesus when it comes to uh, rendering unto caesar the things that are caesar's Mm -hmm. and rendering unto god the things that are god's Mm -hmm. so i'm this podcast among other things represents my renewed attempt my renewed Mm -hmm. effort toward making disciples in a fuller sense than i did before let me Mm -hmm. say it that way i think another aspect of this that we're we're we want to talk about discipleship but The other thing has to do with ecclesiology, which is just a fancy way of saying that uh, it's the study of the church. What is the church supposed to be and to do? And when the church is not clear on what they're to be and what they're to do, they end up uh, doing something else and being something else. And I think that's part of what we've seen and certainly part of what's been reported in the news and all of those things is that the church becomes uh, the means to some other end Mm. namely uh, some politician's election or some lobby against a uh, a policy or something to that effect and there is no greater end than the relationship of Jesus and the church and so we want to get that right and whatever else happens to you know in the world whether it's voting or an election or a policy that's going to fit somewhere else we're going to get Mm -hmm. we want to get Jesus in the church right so that's that's part of what I think the work is for our podcast for Mm -hmm. the church in general is we got to really figure out what is the church to be and to do and that some of that rolls down into the the identity that we have as a church I think we get uh, we get American church hmm. better than we get church church. And the adjective is doing more work there than the noun. The adjective does a lot of work. In other words, the, if it's a, an American church, what would be different about it? If it was in a different uh, place in the world, if it was a different time in the world. If you think about that, there, there are a few things. Things have changed historically and things change geographically. But the reality is, if you were to have to pick up a church and pick up a message and pick up the ongoing discipleship and move it from place to place or time to time, uh, for me, that would get rid of a lot of the extraneous things Mm. that wouldn't make any sense in a different context. And if we could do that perfectly, if we just get a time machine or some kind of... Uh, magic travel uh, where we could do that and let all the extra stuff fall away and keep what was there at the center that works no matter where you are no matter when you are then we'd be a lot closer I think to what the church ought to be and do so there's
1: well that's an interesting idea just the interpretation level of scripture the interpretation we we open up our Bibles we're trying to figure out what they say Uh, we're trying to figure out what God is saying through his word open up our bibles it shouldn't matter where we are when we are how we are the interpretation should remain the same the application will definitely change Mm -hmm. the application of romans 13 say just pulling something out of the back of my hat you know random thing Um, the application may be different in 2021 2020 um, but the interpretation should remain the same from ad 75 to 2020 and if we are allowing the adjective to drive the American part part of American church to drive our interpretation rather than help inform our application, we're going to get sideways really fast. That's good.
0: Related to the what the church to be and to do is the idea of what, what does the church perceive itself to be? In other words, what is the self-identification or self-identity of the church? And one of the things we've talked about before, and I think... Is becoming more and more important to me is that the church represents a band of exiles hmm. their exiles meaning we don't have a political home
1: mm-hmm.
0: we are homeless and we don't have political clout because we're a band of misfits who are foreigners so that's that's one thing and and if you've ever been in another country and you're maybe you're looking you're in the line waiting to see some uh, tourist attraction and all of a sudden someone begins to speak English, you whip your neck around and you start looking for is that person who is that person and are do they live near me and where do they come from? And you have all mm-hmm. these questions just immediately pop to mind because you're an exile. You're somewhere you don't belong and you know it. And then somebody speaks the same language of that you do, you pick up on it. And I think that that's the kind of uh, relationship that we have to the government here, to, to all of American culture in mm-hmm. that we are foreigners mm-hmm. and exiles and um, that's been really helpful Peter first in first Peter he talks about that and just makes me smile to think about that becoming our identity so that we then don't worry so much about uh, arguing a partisan position but rather um, we want to understand those because we don't understand them because we're foreigners we want to understand them. we want to be able to, to decide then which of those policies or which of those mm-hmm. ideas best fits our homeland. Right. And we compare it to our homeland rather than to what's going on here. Our homeland being
1: kingdom rather yes. than the place I lay in my head every night. Right. That's what I mean. Yes. And I, the, the difficult piece here is that, again, I'm going back interpretation application thing we can be and historically have been so comfortable here that it's hard to say to hear you're in an exile and go yeah I identify with that that i'm so comfortable in my american portion of who i am that that overrides everything else and no i'm not an exile i have clout here i have influence here i have privilege. comfort privilege. here privilege privilege yeah. i
0: think is some of what the the church generally Misses when they don't have it. That you hear about the good old days. We started off uh, the podcast talking about the good old days. And what that meant to us is the privilege that the church enjoyed, we may not enjoy so much, so there had to be a better day. And so that's a a struggle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's the one you're talking about, is that exiles don't have privilege. Right. And we've got to learn to function without privilege. Right. So... That's part of it. The, the, the second ramification of being exiles is that we do, have an, we do represent another kingdom. Mm-hmm. So when uh, you can think of it this way, I guess, that individuals are uh, ambassadors. That's what Paul calls us in 2 Corinthians 5. And when those ambassadors are together, they have an embassy, mm-hmm. whether it's a little tiny embassy of their home or whether it's an embassy of, uh, of a corporate gathering of a church. But these embassies represent a different uh, country and the um, ambassadors are flying a different flag, literally, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. representing a different king. And if if we can keep our eye on that ball, we're going to do a lot better as disciples of Jesus in the political arena than we would if we raise a different flag and say, well, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat or I'm this or that. So th- right. that to me is the thing that I would love for us to do is really get clear on who we are, self-identification.
1: Mm-hmm. And and put so much more energy to proclaiming that kingdom than proclaiming anything else. We talked about that mm-hmm. with the holidays episode. Uh, mm-hmm. why, why do we not emphasize uh, those holidays within the church? Because we're a different embassy. We don't belong to this country. There's something better we are proclaiming and we, we said we can enjoy those things mm-hmm. um, but in their proper place and it's far too easy it's it's tempting frankly uh, because of the the place we live and and the status or station we have to put improper uh, improper importance to those things at the expense of our embassy at the expense of our kingdom because mm-hmm. it's just too easy it's everywhere And, uh, oh, I'm going to emphasize this thing. Everyone else is emphasizing this thing, so I'm going to do that too. Hold up. You belong to the king. Mm -hmm. Please proclaim the king first, foremost, ultimate.
0: I like what you said about keeping everything in in its proper place or perspective because that's been what, I don't know, the last year and a half has been for us is it's changed the perspective that, or or it's changed the kind of order of priority or... um, how we view those things. And it's just really been troublesome to the church. Mm. And so I like the idea of keeping it in uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. I think another thing when we're talking about encouraging Christians to find their tribe and their hope in the kingdom of God is that we want to help cultivate Christian character as people engage with politics and government, mm-hmm. and the Christian character piece of it is on display everywhere we go, mm. and or with everything we write, or mm-hmm. with everything we say, and so uh, we've seen, everybody's seen, <laughs> sadly, uh, that not be not, not work out so well on social media, we
1: putting it so lightly. <laughs> yes,
0: that's the, that's understatement. You're for so a diplomatic, fact, Scott. Understatement for a fact, really. That social media is the the golden opportunity to not reflect the character of Christ in your words, mm. and so we just we want to start. I don't know if we start there. I don't care if it's first or last, but mm. we want it to infiltrate the way mm-hmm. that we deal with social media, the way that we talk to our friends, and. Uh, as well as however you deal with politics or policies or voting or anything like mm-hmm. that. There is this, this character of Christ that must come through his ambassadors because he claims to give them a new life, to give them a mm-hmm. new way of living, a way of being human. And if we don't reflect that new way of being human in our politics and in our relationships and on our social media then we're not representing the king mm. and that's that's why we're doing this podcast part of the reason that and i think the reputation of jesus is at stake in the way that we engage these things and in the policies that we or, or people that we vote for and that's one of the things that i think we need to really think about on the front end is how will how will this reflect on jesus when i you know vote this way or when i uh, write this letter or mm. whatever because on the front end it it, may, it we may not think about it but on the back end somebody's going to say i don't think i can believe it in or participate in a church that is this way or that way and if if it's not the jesus way if people reject jesus that's one thing mm-hmm. they reject the church because the church is doing something political or voicing an opinion or Christians not the whole church but some Christians are this way and I just think we want to say let's let's think about the reputation of Jesus yeah uh, in the church as we engage these things so that when we get the question after the fact we can say yeah we're uh, we, we did that because of Jesus
1: and I tell people all the time I I want people to trip over Jesus. I don't want them Mm -hmm. to trip over me because I have garbage character or because I had a garbage posture and they go, oh, who's this guy?
0: Or because you have great political insight. We don't want you to have, you Mm. know, to be the best politician in the world and people trip over you even then. Mm. You know, if that's if that's all you got going for you, but not the character of Jesus. Right. We don't want that
1: either. Right. And I think there's something it's in scripture, too. There's just this this tendency for the people of God to think, to, to act in a way that punches above their weight in sin. I mean, you see that in the old Testament where they're surrounded by the nations, right? And the nations are doing this, this horrible stuff and the people of God go, oh yeah, we can go that direction too. And they're even worse than the people around them. Or in the new Testament, you have Paul telling this church, uh, what is, let me make sure I have the relationship right. The the husband's brother and wife. Husbands, yeah, some, your husband's wife yeah yeah so someone's sleeping with someone and they shouldn't be doing that and they say even even the, the Gentiles, Gentiles don't, don't do it. this yeah. and there's I think about that with social media yeah. we we see the world uh, acting vilely in yeah. social media and the church tend I just I'm watching social media go by and it's, it's as though the church says oh I can punch above my weight I can I do can that do too that. Yeah. and it just pains my soul <laughs> Because people are seeing that person claims to be with Jesus. Right. That person claims to belong to the king of the universe, and their story is this big. It's the same as everyone else's, and that's no good. Oh, it's right. It just, I, I, I so don't want that for any of you if, if you're listening. And if, if you're getting a little ping right now, and, man, what did I say on Facebook, or what did I tweet, or what did I throw up on Instagram? Maybe just log out for a second and just ask God to show you how how you are representing him hmm in that particular realm um, because we can do so much damage to his name yeah
0: and i think the other thing that we would want to say and we actually say this in the opener every time we want people to find their hope in the kingdom of god because it's a better hope Mm. not just because hey you can be religious too no it's because you don't there is no other transcendent hope like our hope there is no hope of a new heavens and new earth apart from the risen Jesus. And so we want people to have that hope. And a lot of these problems we're fighting about aren't really going to get fixed. So mm. we have a new heaven and new earth mm-hmm. until there is uh, every tribe and tongue and language and nation gathered around the throne, worshiping lamb. And then then those problems will be in the rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and nobody has that hope but us. Right. So why would you sell that hope short, in hope that your person gets elected or your uh, policy gets enacted? That to me, that's we need to do better than that. So that's that's what I hope will happen because of uh, the City on a Hill podcast.
1: Well, and and you said don't don't sell it. We have the only story. we have the only story that'll bring about restoration. We have the only story that is reality, that all things will be made new, Mm -hmm. that faithfulness will come up from the ground and righteousness will come down from the sky. We have the only story where everything will be made right. And it's so tempting to put our hope somewhere else and go, Oh, I can work this thing or I can move this lever. I can get, I can capitulate to something else and give up this great of a story. We're, Frankly, we're the only ones with any hope.
0: Yes, or <laughs> subordinate that story to a different story. Mm-hmm. That's some of it. It's mm-hmm. it's not just that people say, "Oh, I no longer believe in Jesus. I'm now, uh, you know, a Republican, or I'm now part of this protest." Mm-hmm. They say, "No, I'm going to carry Jesus into this mm-hmm. and put him in second place to what I'm doing somewhere else." And we that's that's. That's a surrender of right. the great hope that we have in Christ.
1: When you said it at the beginning, Jesus is never a means to a greater end. It is folly mm-hmm. to think you can use Jesus as a tool and get something better than Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we're trying to help people understand. And I, I think it's also worth noting, this doesn't mean don't engage any of these things. Don't engage the city. Don't engage politics. Don't engage parties or do any of those things. But there's a good way to do it. There's mm-hmm. a bad way to do it, and there's a good way to do it. One of those uses Jesus as a tool, and the other one recognizes Jesus as King and says, "Okay, I'm going to be a steward of these things I have access to," mm-hmm. and that's the kind of posture we're trying to well, disciple. And I
0: hope that that pe- I hope people can understand that we're doing this podcast because we want people to engage, right? Because we want Jesus to be represented well in this world. Mm-hmm. Because we do desire the good of the city. Mm-hmm. Not because we want to withdraw and say, yeah, don't do any of these things, mm-hmm. but rather let's do them as Jesus followers. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's what I, I hope you guys are listening to this and thinking, we already know that we <laughs> 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 you've been talking to us for 30 episodes and all of this is just a, a rehash. Uh, and if, if so, great. We're we're doing well. That's that's what we want. And if not. Uh, We're going to keep working at this because that's our desire for you. That's our desire for our churches. We want them to connect well in this world, influenced by their king, driven by their king. So that's what we're doing. Um, This is kind of a, kind of not a restart, but just a refresh into another batch of episodes we're going to be recording and they're going to be coming out in the next several weeks. We're, We're excited about the stuff that's coming down the pipe hopefully having it all in one place is good too mm-hmm. so that's one of the reasons we want to do this
0: like let's just dump it right here right and so that people can see what we've got
1: right and uh next next week we'll kind of do a look back of what we already done a lot of this stuff is timeless and not driven by a particular news item or anything like that so it doesn't necessarily have to be listened to in in ascending order and it can go you can go back to it so we'll, we'll look at some of that stuff next time but in the meantime don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. I have been throwing that it's on Spotify and I get I seem to get more likes because it's on Spotify. So it must mean some people are listening to us on Spotify, which is great. Uh, if you if you find what we're doing helpful, a review would go a long way. Send it to a friend, send them in a text message and say, hey, this is helpful for me, take a look. And if you do have questions, send them to podcast at newlifenw.com or something you want us to address in the next batch of episodes, and we would love to get some of that feedback. But until next time, we look forward to the next conversation.